Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Educate Through Experience. Today, it is just me. Now, I actually recorded a beautiful episode for you with my good friend and relationship expert slash shadow integration therapy expert, Matt, that hasn't uploaded yet. We're having a little bit of problems, um, but when I get that fixed, that is coming to you soon. But let's move on to why I am podcasting today. There is a question that I would love to discuss with everybody. Now, the name of this podcast is How Many People Have You Slept With? Isn't it a sexy question? So the reason why a personal development mentor wants to talk about this question is because it's actually the most unhealthy question that you could ask somebody or that you could be asked. Now, I'm going to get into why today, and I'm also going to talk to you about why it's important to understand this question. So let's jump straight in. There are many different types of healthy boundaries that you can have. One of those healthy boundaries that you need to consider for yourself is having emotional boundaries. Now, emotional boundaries relate to your personal emotional needs, such as sharing feelings, picking up on your energy, and also sharing intimate details of your life. So let's jump in a little bit more here. Sharing intimate details of your life. Guess what? You don't have to share with people absolutely everything about you. There are some things that you never have to tell anyone and they're just for you. And guess what? That is healthy. This is your life and you get to decide who knows what about you. And contrary to popular belief, you do not have to tell your partner everything about you. You don't have to tell your friends everything about you. You're allowed to keep information for yourself. Now, if something directly affects your partner or friends or involves them or is going to impact your relationship, yes, by all means, it's important to to be open and honest. Or if they ask you a question directly and you're happy to answer that, 100% be open and honest. But there are certain things that you're allowed to keep for yourself. Now... Sharing intimate details of your life. This is where it becomes interesting. I asked my clients, I asked all of my clients because I took them through this boundary work and healthy boundary setting. I said to them, weird question to ask you. Have you ever been asked, how many people have you slept with? Every single one of my clients said, yes, I have been asked that question. And guess what? I have been asked that question too, so many times. This is the harsh truth. There is no right answer or correct answer that you could give a person for that question. Okay, so hear me out. If you say a small amount, that is going to be considered 
that it's too little, you're inexperienced, you don't know what you're doing, you haven't lived. If the amount is too large, you're going to be considered promiscuous, chaotic, slutty. No matter what you answer, there is no perfect answer for this question. There is no good answer. You're going to be judged either way. This is such an unhealthy question for you to ask someone or for someone to ask you. Because at the end of the day, how many people that you have privately slept with before you get into a relationship with someone new or if you're just even talking to a friend, that is your business. Unless it directly affects that person, it is your private business. You do not owe them that question. And like I said, there is no right answer. So if you're asking that question or if somebody is asking you that question, it's because you're either insecure or you're looking to judge that person. You're looking to have something to hold against that person. You're looking for something that's going to, you know, change your perspective on them. And if that's how you're feeling about someone or if that's how someone's feeling about you, that is not a good sign. It does not matter how many people somebody has slept with before they met you. What matters is how you are now, who you are now, and what your character is like now and that you don't go and do crazy stuff to someone after you meet them you know what I mean that is what matters so it's really important that everybody has this discussion and if you are asked this question or this question comes up this is how I would answer it someone's like hey Madison how many people have you slept with I'd give them a little chuckle I'd be like I'd be like, look, there is no right answer to that question. Too little is bad. Too many is bad. I have no idea, you know, where your brain's going to sit, but it's going to be one end or the other. There's not really any gray areas. It's a judgmental question. It's unhealthy. If you don't like who I am now and what my morals and beliefs are for who I am now, because that's what matters, that's okay. Um, You know, that's your choice, but it is a very unhealthy question and comes from a place of judgment and insecurity, and I won't be answering that. And I would not ask you that question because I have no... I just don't want to know. That's your past and that's your privacy. Like, that's... I don't need to know that about you. What I need to know is who you are now and the type of person you are today when I'm meeting you today. And I can tell you when I have used that line, people don't get angry. People don't get upset. People don't get put off. People say to me, huh, I've never thought about it that way. That's really smart. And then I sit there and I go, oh, yes, I am smart. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a bad response. You don't have to share that information with people. I've never been judged for not sharing that information with people. And I think that it should be a whole big thing. Everybody implements and we just eradicate that question being asked because only people who are unhealthy will ask that question. And I'm sorry if you have asked people that question and you're like, oh, shit, I see now that it was unhealthy and I feel a little bit shitty. That's your past. You've learned 
hopefully this teaches you and you can grow from here and you put a healthy emotional boundary in place and you no longer answer or ask people that question. Life is about learning. No one's perfect. We're humans. We're supposed to be imperfect. All we can do is become our best and gather information and take it on board as we go and learn from there such an important discussion to have and I hope that this has opened some people's eyes and you know you you do go and put some healthy boundaries in place because it is so important now there's two other things I wanted to touch on while I've got your beautiful little ears the first thing is I used to think that actions were more important than words I would be like words don't matter it's your actions that matter I was all for actions and taking into consideration somebody's actions. Um, But as I have learned and grown, especially in the past few years, I have started to determine that words are just as important as actions. It's not about just focusing on somebody's actions. It's about looking at both. Both are equally as important. So important for me to get across. This is why. If you speak words and your words mean nothing because you can't stick to them, you can't back them up, you don't have genuine, authentic or nice things to say, then what sort of character does that show? That shows that you have a shitty character. And even though sometimes you might do good actions, if your words are shitty, you're still a shitty person. Showing me actions is great, but showing me words that match actions and they both are in harmony, that is the real flex. Show me that your words have integrity and that your actions and choices have merit. Now, that's the sort of person that I want to be around. That's the sort of person I will be friends with. That's the sort of person I want to be. And when you bring those people around you whose words and actions, not just the actions, when their words and actions are aligned and they have integrity and merit... Oh, it is beautiful. It is a beautiful area to be in. I want that for everybody. Okay, last little rant for the day. (laughs) Now, I think this is my best one. This is where I get super passionate. So I'm going to try and stay cool, but I feel some spice energy. I get lots of spice. Um, I just love it. I love talking about this sort of thing. I love it. Okay, so I did touch on this when I did my podcast with Matt, which hasn't uploaded, but I really want to just have a moment to get really deep into this and go hard with the way that I truly feel and the way that I believe in just what's so important for me to get across to other women. Now, men, this is majority for women to listen to, but if you listen to it, you're going to be able to support your partners better 
and you're going to be able to support your daughters and pass this knowledge down to your daughters. And to me, that's really important. So, you know, this is, I'm talking to women here, but this is also important for you to just listen to as well. Woman, lead, inspire, and work from your deep feminine energy and not from masculine. We are not masculine and it is unnatural for us to dip into masculine energy to do things. We can't sell like the guys from a masculine energy. We can't lead from masculine energy and be like the men because we're not men. (laughs) It's so logical. That is why a lot of women say to me, it does not feel good for me when I get caught in my masculine energy. And I'm just like, of course it doesn't. You're not a man. You shouldn't be using masculine energy. We can achieve the same results as women, if not better, in a feminine way. Feminine is just as powerful, if not more powerful when it is used and harnessed correctly. It is so much better when you tap into deep feminine. Now, what is deep feminine? Deep feminine comes from an understanding of who you are, being true to yourself, accepting yourself, and using your deep inner self as your strength as a female. It is choosing to embrace the beautiful traits that we as females naturally have. We are intelligent, nurturing, protective, caring, elegant, open, intuitive, creative, compassionate, playful, expressive. We are all of those beautiful things. We are not built to lead through masculine energy. We are built to lead and be appreciated in our own beautiful feminine way. It is a good thing that we look at things differently to men. It is a very valuable thing and we need to own that and who we truly are. The best thing is we can stay feminine and then when we need strength or power, we can use our deep feminine, which is a strong, powerful protector. We do not need to dip into male energy. And the sooner that we all learn that and we all embrace just being a beautiful woman and we embrace that we are emotional creatures and when we want to cry, we cry, but then we suck it up and we keep going. You know, it's so important to just embrace who you are and stop being so hard on yourself because I know every single woman is so hard on herself. And you do not need to dip into a whole different gender to get things done. Just stay feminine. Enjoy who you are. Take pride and power in who you are. We compliment, like, compliment each other. Men and women, we're supposed to be compl- like, 
I don't even know how to say it very well, compliments. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just supposed to compliment each other. It's like yin and yang. It's a balance. We're not supposed to be trying to be something that we're not. And if you are a female with a lot of masculine tendencies and you want to be a man, that's great. I have nothing against that. You go and be masculine. But, you know, what I'm saying is all the females who are just happy to be female or who are working from, you know, a female body and you you just, you know, you're neutral, don't dip into that masculine. Dip into your deep feminine. It will change your life. It will change your life. So... That's all my ranting for today. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. (laughs) If you have any questions or if you want to know anything extra or if you want to have a chat, I'm always available on Instagram. That is the best place to contact me. Um, Madison Kate Alexandra. Um, And yeah, I really enjoyed venting today and rambling and just having all of my thoughts come out. I really hope that some of the things I say click in with someone else, even if it's just one person that I can touch, because this stuff is really powerful, this stuff is really logical, and I just love being able to connect and help people with, you know, things that I've learned about in my life and conclusions that I've come to that I really wish I had come to sooner um, and the knowledge that I wish that I had sooner. Um, So if I can share that, that just makes my heart explode with happiness and I feel just gorgeous. So thank you for your time and I'll talk to you guys on my next episode.